0: Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Robert J. Morgan Podcast. Today's episode will be the first chapter of the audio version of Rob's upcoming book, Great Is Thy Faithfulness. The book is available now for pre-order from Amazon. Pre-order your copy and then visit robertjmorgan.com slash faithfulness. You can upload your receipt to receive the first seven devotions in the book, as well as a printout of 86 different verses demonstrating God's faithfulness and a special discount for the Robert J. Morgan online store. Now here's your host, Robert J. Morgan, reading the first chapter of Great Is Thy Faithfulness. Introduction. Lines of faithfulness. Once when I was younger, I backed off a perfectly good cliff, gripping a rope that was tied to a tree and hoping it wouldn't break. The 40 or so yards down seemed like the Grand Canyon to me. Inching my way down the side of the cliff, I fought a sense of panic about the rope's integrity. I knew it had been tested, inspected, and adequately secured, and I was well harnessed, but my mind kept imagining the rope snapping like a string, plunging me backward to the ground. I was never really in danger but it didn't feel that way. Later, I recalled several biblical characters who had similar experiences, and I wondered if they had felt as I had. The two spies in Jericho escape when Rahab lured them down the city walls from a high window using a scarlet rope. Perhaps they rappel down like today's special forces. When David was trapped by a hostile army, his wife lured him through a window to the ground, enabling him to escape. And when Paul's life was threatened in Damascus, his friends found a large basket, tied a rope to it, and hid him inside of it. As they lured him to the ground in the dark of night, it probably bounced against every stone. None of those incidents came to mind as I scaled down the cliff, but one thing did enter my mind in the moment, that faith is trusting in the facts that I know, not in the feelings that I have. That was when the experience became exhilarating. Whenever you're dangling over difficulties or suspended on the bluffs of life, you simply must trust God's facts more than your own feeling. And the fact is, God is faithful. We all have ups and downs punctuated by moments of panic, but our Heavenly Father lowers us into our daily tasks and lifts us from our anxious cares by a durable cable woven from thousands of lines of biblical promises. There's a promise in the Bible for every concern you'll ever have, every need you'll ever face, every burden you'll ever bear, and every challenge you'll ever confront. You can hang on to every word. Every scripture is precise and precious. Each word is trustworthy and true. Not the smallest strand of God's rope can fray, nor can a promise be broken. It's secured to the unshakable nature of God Almighty and guaranteed by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When we speak of God's faithfulness, we're talking about his integrity, dependability, and utter infallibility. He longs to give us his promises because of his unassailable love, and he intends to keep them through his infallible strength. His ropes will never break. So let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful, as we read in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. According to my count, there are nearly 100 times in the Bible when the words faithful or faithfulness describe our Lord. I've chosen 52 of those passages to show you that when it feels like you're at the end of your rope, you are not at the end of your hope. When you realize that, life becomes exhilarating. Lamentations three twenty-one through 23 says, This I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Chapter 1, His Faithful Promises Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. For months, after my wife Katrina moved to her new address in heaven, I was lost in the evenings, we would always been together, or at least spoken several times a night, even when I was traveling. After her passing, I managed the days tolerably, but I couldn't find an evening routine. I'm not an entertainment fan. Then the Lord whispered to me and said, why don't you become a student again? Remember how you used to hunker down over your desk in the dorm? or at a study carol in the library? You still have so much to learn." So I began devoting a couple of hours in the evenings to study and I enjoyed it very much. Still, there was a terrible gap between my study time and my bedtime and the devil tried filling it with all kinds of unsettling feelings. Then the Lord whispered to me, "'Why don't you have evening Vespers, your own personal evening Vespers before retiring?' Lord, I don't even know what vespers are. Well, in the mornings, you have morning devotions right after you get out of bed. What if you ended each day by singing to or listening to a hymn, reading aloud your current scripture memory project and offering the Lord's prayer? It would be like your own little liturgical ending to the day. Then you could go to bed knowing that I was there with you faithfully. Now, I did not have that conversation audibly with the Lord, but that seemed to be what he was saying in the still, small voice with which he counsels us. And it has worked. Even in the face of loss and loneliness, the Lord knows how to reacquaint us with his faithfulness. From the rising of the sun to its setting, God is faithful. Joseph G. Rainsford was an Irish pastor who... In the 1800s wrote a book about the faithfulness of God. One chapter was devoted to the core issue of God's commitment to fulfill his promises to us. Calling God the promiser par excellence, Rainsford said that every biblical promise is guaranteed by the cross and secured by the yea and amen of the risen Jesus. The steadfastness of God's promises is built on four great pillars, said Rainsford. One, God's holiness, which will never allow him to deceive. Two, God's goodness, which will not allow him to forget. Three, God's truth, which will not allow him to change. And four, God's power, which will not allow him to fail. God comforts us as a mother comforts, said Rainsford. He pities us as a father pities his children. He sympathizes as a friend who sticks closer than a brother. He protects us as a king. He heals us as a physician. And he is as devoted to us as a faithful spouse. Those concepts permeate Hebrews, a New Testament book written to Jewish Christians facing uncertain times due to rising waves of persecution. Some of these seasoned believers felt like giving up. In chapter 10, the writer used one of the greatest pictures of prayer in the Bible by reminding his readers that they had direct immediate access into the most holy place, into the very presence of God through the blood of Christ our great high priest. Therefore, he said, we must hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful." Whatever you're facing today, remember that you have instant, immediate, perpetual access into God's presence through your great high priest. God's holiness and his goodness, his truth and his power are faithfully transmitted to us by virtue of his promises. You can hold them as tightly as a hand grip on a lurching train. From morning's dawn to evening's vespers, the Lord is faithful. God's promises are a staff for the hand of faith to grasp," said Reverend Joseph G. Rainsford.